back i am eric and i'm flying solo and this is the fat packs podcast brought to you by the collectible car club what is up everybody hope you guys are all staying safe and warm out there because it's a crazy weather across the country especially here from you know i guess it was from houston up through the northeast so if you're if you're listening in that region of the country hope you're staying safe safe and warm because uh it's it's nothing nice out there and then, of course, on the other side of the country, it's uh, you know having its own fits too. So, so uh, either way, hope you're staying stay safe and warm, and uh, out of out of troubled areas if you can, because uh, it's no fun. All right, uh, it's Wednesday, and you guys are getting this a whole day early because I am actually heading out of town. I'm going to I'm going back home to Seattle, and uh, gonna gonna be up there for a few days enjoying the rain as it were so uh you guys are going to get this a a day early paul's not here because he is uh at home with one of his ailing kids uh i believe one of the 27 have the flu or something like that but uh i got a message from him last night and said hey you know kids are sick can't do this so uh you know you got to put family first in that situation especially when uh it's it's uh nasty like the flu so here I am. Here I am, uh, rolling solo with you guys, and uh, it's going to be a fun show. It's uh, we got a, a couple of different things coming up. Uh, first, we're going to take a listen to um, the audio from my appearance yesterday on uh, one hundred five point three, the fan here in Dallas. I was on the morning show with RJ and Choppy. I'm sorry, I was on the morning show with Sean and RJ, not RJ and Choppy. RJ Choppy is the the, the poor victim that had to uh, that lost a bet and he had to eat a Tim Tebow card. It was originally a baseball card. We we sat we sat aside a baseball card for him, but it had chromium uh, technology on it and that that wasn't nice. So we we bought him a, a paper card instead. Panini hooked us up with some papers and uh, we took him over there and he chose the 2011 score football. So he he ate that thing with like a <laughs> with like what seemed like a gallon of A1 sauce. Uh, he put a lot of A1 sauce on it to, just to get it down. And then some, uh, he squirted some lemon in there. It's a, it's a pretty funny segment. It's, it's like 18 minutes long. The video is, uh, on, on their homepage. If you go to the one Oh five point three, the fan, you, you can, you can find the video. It, it was fun to watch, but the audio is just as fun. I gotta tell you, if you got a squeamish, stomach you might want to uh skip out on that some of it because he does get a little squeamish but he he powers through it and he gets it done for a great segment of radio 
later on after that we we're gonna come with my hometown my home card shop my lcs mike fruitman he's he just got back from uh the upper deck diamonds collector the diamonds club uh convention in orlando and he's gonna uh, give us a breakdown on that and we'll go over the mikeys as well uh in, a, in our new from the shots from the shop segment and then later we're gonna have a uh, matt from ultimate autographs on and we're gonna talk about what ultimate autograph is ultimate autographs are and uh, how you can be a part of it good fun company uh bringing you uh bringing you some nice nice pieces for you uh, autograph collectors out there then on the back end uh during whatevs we're going to get into the fpps you down with fpp so we're going to get to the fpps and um talk about a couple different uh, polls that have ended i loved you guys inter- interaction on those don't want to spoil them if you haven't seen them yet but uh those are coming up in whatevs but before we do all that, we got to get into new products and pricing. And man, it's a slow, slow week. That's all I can say. New products? Well, just one. Just one. 2017 uh, 18 SP game use from Upper Deck. The checklist is awesome. Uh, the, you know, this this has become, I think it's one one pack, six, six cards, and it's it's become a, a more of an all star centric. Um, collection which is fine so they they have pieces and relics from the all-star game last year in, in this uh net cords all you know autographs i believe the rookies are numbered to their jersey number which you know those are always fun chases and uh going to be hard on some of them but either way that's what that is yeah it's just the one product sorry about that guys uh next week a little heavier including top series one, uh, that series one checklist, uh, the rookie checklist is out. I've seen it a few different places. Uh, go seek it out. On, um, the last place I saw it was on sports collectors daily. You can go over there and check that out. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend to know, say that I know all those rookies. So, um, for you set collectors out there looking for that, go, go check them out over there. Uh, Rich Mueller and uh, sports collectors daily. Then the one card, the one card set that was priced, was Top Stadium Club Soccer, which actually came out a few months ago. But uh, we just found, Brian finally just got it priced. It was uh, kind of tough, I, I suppose, since it's been a couple months. But um, it's there for you now. If you get, if you guys are uh, Stadium Club collectors, uh, go seek that seek that out and find it on our uh, in your OPG because that's, uh, that's where everything's going to be at for you. All right, so let's get into the show. Uh, like I said, first segment. It's uh, Sean and RJ from 105.3 The Fan. And, uh, ooh, man, he RJ Choppy pays off the bet. What the bet was, was he said that Tim Tebow would get called up to the majors last uh, last season. And it didn't happen. So he had to um, digest a Tim Tebow card. Again, if you have a squeamish stomach, you might not want to listen to it, but... It's pretty funny, and the video is up on their homepage as well. Hope you guys uh, enjoy this, and then we'll be right back. Mike's Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado. This is Michael from the Clubhouse. You're listening to Becca Radio. There you have it. It's game time for the RJ Choppy Bet Payoff. Thank you guys for turning it on, leaving it on 105.3 The Fan. What you need to do right now is go to our 105.3 The Fan Facebook page, like it, 
and enjoy the next 15 minutes as we have the live video for RJ paying off the Tim Tebow bet. Would Tebow get called up to the majors last season? Chops said yes because he's in love with TT. He did not, and now he has to consume one of Tim Tebow's cards from the great Beckett Media. So yeah, thrilled. Can't wait. Here's the here's the setup right now. RJ's got a plate. I just washed it. I don't know why you have utensils. Well, I mean, you know, I might want to cut the card up with the fork and knife. <laughs> well, for... didn't you? Weren't you just here for a segment an hour and twenty minutes ago about mouth cooking? You can mouth cook that bad boy. Well, you know, I, I the sharpest about, like, tool you, you know, have available, Chop, is your teeth. So he's got a plastic fork, knife, and spoon. He's got a big thing of mustard. Mm. He's got some Cheerios. He's the got, mustard will be okay. The Cheerios will not. He's got A1, and then I'm really confused about the lemon wedges. Well, I mean, you got to put lemon wedges on things. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I mean, who doesn't love lemon on, I don't know, everything? Yeah. Lemon is put in water. It's put in tea. Some people, I mean, they used to put the lime in the Coke. Not anymore. That's that's way 97. All right. But, I mean, people put lemon on a lot of things. So, why would I not try to put lemon on a simple baseball or football card? Now, the original card was a tad too Glossy. metallic, okay. if you will. It was a chromium card. Not doing that. So, I've got myself... A regular score Tim Tebow card. Let's bring in Eric from Beckett Media. First off, thank you so much for rolling in here. Like, sorry you have to be involved with this type of circus. Like, how did Troy communicate with you about what we were doing and what did you bring in for RJ? Well, honestly, to be honest with you guys, I'm a fan fan. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. All um, right. I I knew this was going down. I heard the bet months ago, and I was like, there's there's no way they're going to have this card. So um, I saved one from the National, which is an exclusive, which was the original card. Mm-hmm. Too much, though. But uh, Tracy Hackler over at Panini reached out to me and said, hey, we got to be a part of this. What can we do? So he hooked us up with some more cards, and uh, there you go. That's that's how, we're, how we got to this point. Now, my whole day was set up for this. My whole <laughs> week was made until Eric came in here and five minutes ago asked freaking RJ. Yeah. If he wanted, what what's the offer that? You, what, what are you guys gonna follow through with, Choppy, Eric? So, so Panini wants to do a, like an instant card. So uh, what they do is, so when big moments happen in sports, they make instant cards. You can order them uh, from their from their website, like the so, Stephon Diggs play. That's gonna be an instant card. Exactly, exactly like that. So. Um, Shop. Look at Roy, Roy's just. <laughs> hey, 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 Jeff, get Roy's face on Facebook Live. Roy just heard about this. He's going to get a card of this made. And you know, this is going to make his me? day, Dub. Roy? Even when he loses, he wins. Yeah. yeah. This Roy? is absurd. Look at his S eating Make a Make an instant card of this, of my reaction. <laughs> hey, Roy, counter offer proposal here for I you. I will not do it uh, for no, the card. You don't, you don't have to do the, the bet. You just get to take away something special from me, mm. and I won't eat the card. Oh, how funny. You just tell me you don't have to eat the card, and I'm not going to get a instant baseball football Dang. card made for myself. Well, I can't do that to the fan fans because yeah. they have highly anticipated this moment. They have to hear it for themselves, and I guess if, if the, you know— if the end result is you getting a card out of it, then I can live with that as long as you end up having to pay the bet we originally made. So, Eric, you're telling me from Beckett Media there's going to be a, a sports card made at this moment? Uh, it'll be a digital card. 
but it'll be there. And I'm, I'm sure that uh, with our connections over at Panini, we can probably get you a physical card as well. Oh, oh yes. Don't make a physical yes. one, please. And I could get like, you know, like dirt. I go like the globe and get like some dirt and put the dirt in the bottom of it like they would have. And you can sign number twenty three yeah. like you do your autograph and we're out in public like a D bag. Yep. I could sign it and maybe get some nice case for it. And, yeah. Uh, oh, can we put like high low champ in the on the back of it? Just uh, you know, kind of like a, a you know career facts. All right. But the only thing I have. Yeah, we can do that. No, you can't. <laughs> Let's start to torture him. Okay, the Tim Tebow bet payoff. Facebook Live. Like it. Watch it. Here we go. Take us through it. All right, so I took care of the edges. I didn't want to, you know, one of the things I'm really worried about is I have a uh, (sighs) toilet issue. I have a toilet issue, okay? (laughs) When I go, I don't like to uh, have shards of sharp things poking out on on the back end. Yeah. So I'm having to soften this up a little bit. I think you guys can all understand that. Yeah. You've all been there. We've all... We, we've all had some problems in that I area. I got no problem with you doctoring the baseball a little bit. All right, thank no you very much. You, this uh, is like more of a spitball. You're softening so the I'm edges. I'm just softening the card up, making myself feel better about everything. Okay. So all I'm going to do is I tried already to take a bite out of it just whole. It really doesn't work. Okay. So I'm going to tear. I'll do some tearing. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to start to dress it up with... Condiments. Some condiments. Yeah. And as you can see, I have... This is a gallon. This is I have six pounds of yellow mustard. I'm not joking. This thing is six pounds. Sean uses these as dumbbells. You can dig your paw into that like Winnie the Pooh goes yeah. after honey. Um, I've got some A1 that I bought. By the way, $5 for A1 seems a bit much, doesn't it? I agree. Yeah, it seems a bit much. Yeah. And then sauce. I've got some water to wash it down with. And then the lemons, of course. So I want to see you use the lemons on it. Lemon, oh. mustard, A1, and maybe Cheerios he's got here. The question is, are you going to shave that lemon? Are you going to shave the shell of the lemon to get a little lemon zest on there? Here's what I'm going to do. The first thing I want from Tim Tebow, I'm going to cut this out so I can get the good part of his body. (laughs) Which is what? The torso? I'm trying to figure out the good part. Yeah, it it has to be the torso. He's got wonderful hair. Because it ain't the arm. He's got great biceps. (laughs) Shoulders, terrific. The abs. (laughs) But uh, I think I'm going to go with the head first. Okay. I'll eat the head of Tim Tebow. Beautiful man. So let me just get the head out here. Dress this up a bit. It's going to be small. The first one, I'm going to take a small bite. Chop, you may want to go bigger pieces than that. I mean, it's going to take about, a while. we got about eight minutes left. Oh, he's putting lemon on it. Now lemon he's putting first. A1 on it. Lemon and A1. Oh, no. It's been soaked in A1. Forgot to shake it up a little bit. drenched it. Forgot to shake it up. Not quite thick enough for me. This is awful. Is that A1 bold or just the regular? This is the original. Okay. I, told I go him, original. I told him to get A1 Tabasco. No, 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 no. I it's go like original. Crack for me. Um, he's got his little, hey, he's putting more oh, on it for some go. reason. That's a better, that's a better gobble. You don't. can't possibly eat all that A1 sauce he's that you put on there. He's using his silverware right now. He's oh. spooning it with the fork. First bite is in. Oh, I need more A1. Oh. <laughs> Yo, man, this is going to take for, uh, is it down? It's down. It's down. First, oh, yeah. first bite down. First bite now. Man. Are you feeling nervous? Are you all right? I feel way better. I bet the lemon in the A1 didn't mix well, and he's <laughs> going back to it. He's putting more lemon on the uh, card, and he's pouring. Dude, this whole A1 bottle is, how much do you use on a steak, bro? I usually get two steaks out of a bottle. Two? Yeah, I get two steaks That's out of a bottle. That's a ridiculous sodium content, RJ. Well, you know, I drink a lot of water. You okay. know, so I'm not afraid of sodium. Okay. Are you scared of sodium? I am. I'm the- 
Are you scared of sodium out there? <laughs> We're scared Why would of, I be scared of sodium? We're scared of sodium. He's, I'm a real man. I'm 40. He's almost. He is. Uh, he, he's basically eating A1 soup right now with Tim Tebow. Lemon on top now of the A1. Here we go. Bite. <laughs> that was way too ah. much. He's regurgitating now because that was way too much A1. Now, Eric. Yes, sir. Are you impressed so far? Mm. And uh, how would you describe his pace? What do you think? We got about seven minutes left in the segment to take down that whole car. I don't know that he's going to get the whole thing done. It's down. like Adam Richmond, man yeah, versus food. It is. It who really won't? is. And he'll be joining us at the Super Bowl. Now, what's wrong with the second bite? What's so bad about this compared to the first one you just mm-hmm. took? Oh, get oh, him. Roy, oh. Roy, grab the trash can. Oh, oh boy. Just no. in case. He's going don't to. Su- don't don't spit out in the card either now, as he was searching for the trash can here. Oh no! What's wrong with the second? Oh, God. Get some what? Roy, hurry up! Get, <laughs> get, get in the trash can. Here, here we go. Uh, Roy, make sure there's no uh, paper being spit up there. No, there's no card no. in there. What's wrong with the second bite? Was it the lemon? I think the lemon A one combo. Don't be an idiot. Uh, (laughs) Lemon A one. Just go ahead and spoon it. You got five minutes left for that card. Here we go, bro. You're gonna start start taking some big bites, man. Some chomps. Yeah. Start to chomp your mom. Not not these little morsels. Uh, And open up that water Mm. too. How would Tim Tebow take it down? That's right. Kneel down. He would pray about it first. He would pray about it first. You know. You know, you guys making fun of Tim Tebow? This is going to make me eat more. Yeah, there we go. Now, here comes a major bite right here. That's about four torn up pieces. Oh, wow. Man, he, he uses so much A1. Two you gotta steaks. use it. I've never, two steaks. I've never, two you, steaks for a bottle. Have Bro. you ever tasted red meat? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Well, you haven't seen me cook it. It's so dis- like He probably true. eats more weight in A1 sauce than, than an eight-ounce filet. Think about it. Eight ounces of that. How much is in that bottle right there? Okay, that's about three or four scoops. This one is going to be really tough to take down. I can foresee oh, it. No. Fan Facebook page. Like it as uh, RJ is going through uh, Tim Tebow. And even if we get to the commercial break, he's going to have to do it through the commercial into trending in DFW. See, he's going back to the lemon, though. That's- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 need, I need some... I need some- now, the honest question Somewhat. here is, oh, <laughs> dang. That's after two little morsels, y'all. Here Are you go. ready to denounce your love for Tim Tebow? Now that you're, to. Now that you're having <laughs> to eat your words for proclaiming. I'm not eating words. I'm eating stats right now. Okay. I'm eating playoff wins. I was going to say, if that I'm was eating, the baseball card. I'm eating an 8-8 eight and eight record in the regular season, Roy. I'm eating, an, I'm eating an overtime win over the Steelers. That's what I'm eating. What are you eating? Are you not thinking about. All right, go ahead. And then I'll ask you. There's a third bite mm. down. I'm wondering, is he not thinking about just trying to get this over with versus all these little small bites and just going with a big chunk? At this point, I and, think that's the strategy. And trying to chase it, just take one big gulp of water yeah. and hopefully get it down like that. Mm. And now he's just working these lemons. Mm. I don't mm. understand this oh, lemon. I don't this get le- it. <laughs> lemon strategy is so terrible. <laughs> I don't get it. I've never heard of this lemon A1. He read this somewhere that it would like probably. You think you could blow a bubble with this paper? <laughs> probably not. Oh, my gosh. You did chew that up good, though. <laughs> thing to do though is like take it like a pill i think hey as a go. fat guy can i just like say stop with the lemon i mean it, it doesn't help with <laughs> but, but lemon's good with digestion so i'm hoping this will get it out burn it yep. burn it, down. Burn it up baby right. burn, it, burn up. it up and poop it out don't you think the bile in your stomach will take care of that yeah i'm scared of this i don't think the bile i mean i mean this is like this is paper man i don't think this, i mean I, I'm, I'm worried about he's almost halfway through it 
Almost halfway through, the lemon wedges and the A1 are getting consumed. Chop with the Tim Tebow bet. I think you're making life a lot more difficult for yourself. Uh, maybe try a bigger chunk like that and see uh, see if that works right there. What's the strategy? You, you know, I'm just trying to rip it up so I can get like one big uh, gulp, bit, yeah, one big one big so. bite. Where's the when's the mustard going to come into play? Maybe you need to make a sandwich out of it. Get two pieces. Squeeze some A1 in between there and go to town. Mm. You know, I don't know. The, the, the A1's working. The A1's – I'd love to take – I'm I'm, I'm – <laughs> Look at his hand, his pinky up. <laughs> what? What's wrong? Oh, oh, good. Oh, the – I don't – Gas, the belch? It's not coming. I think I may have had too much A1. <laughs> I think it's time to go to the yeah. mustard possibly too. I know. That's a lot of vinegar. Yeah, you got a couple minutes All here. Right, let me see here. Let me just – in order to try to go ahead and put this down. Right. And then the rest of the show, y'all, forget about the topics. Just his gas and his belching and burping mm. and running to the bathroom. Mm. It's not going to be pretty. He's mixing it up like it's a pasta. Like it's linguine <laughs> with red clam sauce. Like he's trying to get every piece dredged. And then he mixes all these pieces. Yeah, go for a... Let's see what happens with a big one, Chop. Okay, I think it'd be, I, oh, that's a monster. Oh, that's a solid size. Oh, that's, a, that's a medallion. All right, if I get all this down. <laughs> that's a Tebow medallion. If I get all this down... It won't be the end because the card's still there. Yeah, just pop. This is the bad that. part of the card. It's just the stats at the bottom. Yeah, okay. I know it is the bad part. That's a lot. It's A one soup. He's basically eating. Ladies <laughs> it and is. Gentlemen. He's drinking a whole spoon of A one soup. It is straight soup. A one's good stuff. Here we go. Yeah, they get, they is, they're getting so much play here. It's not here. that good. Yeah. There we go. There's oh, the full bite oh. right there. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's gagging right now. That's gross. You to gotta watch. see this. I right hit my now. uvula. G <laughs> <laughs> bag is now gathering around to see the scene as uh, RJ come in here, Mikey. Uh, see what you think of this Tebow card. And oh, make sure there's no. Uh, uh, make sure we get a ref over there. I got, I got it all. Oh, he's go. still got it stuck in his teeth. Yeah, Mike. What do you think he's doing? Are you surprised he's gotten that much down? And Mike, have you ever eaten a one with lemon? <laughs> I don't think so. Look how much A1 he's There's using. Watch of, his next there, bite. I'm surprised the card is so big. I thought that they brought in ah. they brought in five different cards, and they're making a card of Choppy doing this from Beckett Media and Panini. He's acting like, why are you acting like you're going to throw up? I don't get it because it's putting, A1 and paper. He's I, putting lemon with it. I need to, I need which, to make which is a really, bite. Which is really stupid. All right, we're running out of time here. We got to go ahead and make a move. We got a, a Tim Tebow Hail Mary. Ooh. Wait, why are you wearing a Patriot hat? I switched teams. Jerry lost me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's coming in here with a Patriot hat. He was an Indianapolis Colts fan. I thought Colts you were a fan. Seahawks fan. No, it was Colts, I Colts, thought. Colts, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, I am. It, it, teams that try to win hard. <laughs> that's Mike Bassick. Facebook <laughs> Live. Y'all can see it. All right, Ralph, come on. Let's go. Come on. We got, we got, we got PPM. We got, we got clocks to maintain Hail here. Mary. It's time for the Hail Mary. It's time this for the it. Hail this Mary. Down the Tim field. Tebow, Hail Mary, oh, baby. Tim oh, Tebow. Boy. Standing at the plate in the bottom of the ninth. Two outs, down by two, and a runner on. Can he tie it up? Probably not. He's. What? Why'd you get Sam's Club mustard? I didn't get this. This is good. French's is not Sam's Club. It's the number one brand in America. All right, here we go with the final Tim, T Tim Tebow Hail Mary. I think he's confident in it. Get the roll of the drum, Reggie. That's about three or four humongous pieces. This That's is it. it. That's the whole thing. This is the end of the card. This is it. This is where Tebow goes to the stands to pray for the kid. Yeah. Man. Oh. Here we go. Save I life. got Tebow with me right now. A1 soup. Look how much, Mike. Look how, he says he uses one of those bottles, Mike, for two steaks. That's it. He doesn't care about sodium. He laughs at it. Final Tebow message.
before you take it down? Do you want to do it in Tebow fashion? On one knee? Oh. I know. No lemon. No lemon. No lemon. Pipe down. (laughs) Um, Tim, for years, I have loved you like a brother from another mother. I don't even know if you have a mom. Do you have a mom? He has a mom. Yeah. Uh, you are Mary. like the greatest athlete of my lifetime. I love you. You failed me on this one. <laughs> I can already feel it. I got some paris- percolation going on Dude, down there. Dude, it smells. A1 and lemon. Yeah. Here we does. go. Hail Mary. Full of Tim. Oh. oh <laughs> tuck it back. <laughs> He's trying to jumble it up to get it to a swallowable point. Oh, oh that looks like a piece of fat gum. Bigly, ew, ew! Put that back in your mouth. Oh, I, I can't have a big, big thing in there. <laughs> oh, it's got to go back in. All right, it will. Hang on. You can continue to watch it on Facebook Live. That final piece, those final pieces have to go down, and we'll give an RJ Health update with the gas and everything else coming up after Trent. This is Marlon from Sparty Hawk Cast, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. That was uh, RJ Choppy eating a Tim Tebow card. Uh, he got it down. It's it, That place smelled like uh, A1 sauce when I left, and I'm glad that he didn't throw up in front of me. But that's that. We're, we're back now with uh, our new 2018 segment from the shop. And it's not really new because my next guest, Mr. Mike Fruitman, was our first original guest from the shop uh, back two, three years ago when we were doing it regularly. But uh, he's here now. Mike, what is up, man? Things are good. I'm uh, still catching up on sleep from the Upper Deck uh, CDD conference. I, uh, man, those things, these guys went late. And I found myself at a karaoke bar. That, that's uh, bad, bad stuff, man. Did you sing karaoke? No, 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 no. Those who can do, those who can't do security. I do security at night, and it gets me out of doing a lot of stuff. I just sit there and, and cross my arms and, and furrow my brow. It gets me out of a lot of things. I, I, I was once told, uh, Mr., well, I believe it was Robin Williams that said, uh, karaoke is Japanese for asshole. Is that is that true? Um, it might very well be, <laughs> although there were some upper deck executives who were singing, and I don't want to make it seem like they're that body part. I, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Okay. Well, at least I don't want to get banned. At least it wasn't an s-hole thing, and then you know we would all be in real trouble here. So um. yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Let's talk about the let's talk about the upper deck CDC thing. It looked amazing. Uh, give us some of the highlights from it, man. You know, the, the fun thing is trying to guess who the autograph session guys are going to be. Every night, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday night, they had guests. Uh, so the first night, they're, they've got a meeting, and, or excuse me, not a meeting, there were drinks and food. It's not really a meeting. Not really. Um, we were hanging out with this this great Italian on-site restaurant. It was awesome. And, you know, Chris Carlin takes the stage, and, you know, Chris gives us a good pump-up session. It's always great to hear from him. And then uh, they, they interviewed, they, they brought up the guy who's from a million-dollar arm, the agent who everything was based on. Uh. So he gives a quick little chitty-chitty. And he says, you know what, you guys, you, you aren't here to see me. We're here to see our next guest, and he brings out Barry Sanders. Oh, and, wow. you know, I, I do this every day. I literally, outside of Christmas, my key hits this door every single day. And I don't want to say I get jaded, but we do autograph sessions, and they're just guys who play football better than I do. But they roll out Barry Sanders. And, <laughs> you know, suddenly I'm like, you know, I'm a kid again. I'm watching, you know, Barry Sanders is walking across the room, and I know I'm going to get my point eight seconds with him or, I don't know, whatever eight seconds you can ride a bull that long. But, uh, you know, and you're going to get a nanosecond with him, and, I got to ask him a few years ago, 
there's a there's a contest where you could auction where it was an auction where you can bid on having Barry Sanders come over to your house and watch the Super Bowl. And it was a charity auction. It was really cool. Like, you know, that that's what I wanted to ask him about. And we didn't get a second to go deep in it. But you know, he's like, Hey, you heard about that? I'm like, Yeah, you, like I wanted to bid on it. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it went for thirty, forty thousand dollars, but you got Barry Sanders at your house to watch the Super Bowl. Which would be really cool because usually I have to beg people to come to my house. Mm-hmm. And like that year, I could charge tickets. It'd be great. Like, nah, it's forty nine ninety five, two drink minimum. That's you know, awesome. You get to hang with Barry for a quarter. That's it. That's so funny. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good b- business plan. You know, make to recoup some of that money uh, from from w- the winning bid. I'm. Sure, I hope. I hope whoever uh, did win thought of that. Thought to do that because uh, Barry yeah, Sanders is awesome. So. And then uh, the next night, I, I own one hockey jersey. It happens to be Patrick Waugh. So I mean, it's an upper deck conference. You know, it's Colorado, kind of wearing the colors. And that night, they had, uh, we went to Planet Hollywood, and Patrick Waugh happened to be the guest. Now, I had no idea. And, you know, there's Phil from the Stanley Cup is with, excuse me, the the Stanley Cup is there. And uh, so, you know, then they drop in Patrick Waugh, and here I am wearing his jersey. So everybody else is kind of like, hey, how you doing, Patrick Waugh? Nice to meet you. And I roll up, and I've got the guy's jersey on. And I've always had this theory that, if you're an athlete and you see somebody wearing your jersey, you should have the right to be like, hey, man, I don't want to be all critical, but you don't really wear that well. <laughs> and the, the athlete should have the right to be like, no, sorry, I'm going to reclaim this and give it to somebody else who wears it a little bit better. Mm. And I was like walking up there thinking, like, that whole theory at that moment going, oh, my God, what if he goes, hey, uh, hey, no, 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 you you do not wear my jersey so well. No, you cannot wear this. <laughs> Funny. But, <laughs> so I got to. So I rolled up. I'm wearing his jersey, and he had a thing with uh, Jeremy Roenick a bunch of years during the pl- bunch of years ago during the playoffs. Where mm-hmm. Jeremy was dogging him, so somebody asked him if uh, he had heard Jeremy's quotes, and he goes, "No, you tell Jeremy I cannot hear him. We've got my Stanley Cup rings in my ears." That's funny. <laughs> so I got to ask him about that, and I said, "Hey, you, can you hear Jeremy?" Yeah, he goes, "No, no, no, I still can't hear Jeremy." That's good stuff. I remember when that happened. Just, uh, sorry, good. Go ahead. I know I've just ruined relations between the U.S. and Canada by doing, like, the worst imitation of Canadians. Ah. So I I apologize to all my northern friends. I apologize. You know, they probably apologize to you, too, for having you you had to do that. They're the nicest people. Yeah. Canadians are, like, the coolest, nicest people. I get the feeling we could go through, like, a pitchfork Mm -hmm. and just take over the whole country. Mm, You wouldn't want to do that, though. They'd they'd probably give it to you with some maple syrup, and then you'd be good. And, and like Maudie's, it would be awesome. Yeah. And, and I can't think of any really hot Canadian women, but we'd probably get them too. Uh, and, but the, I just, the lady from Superman played Lois Lane, the first one. Oh, well, there you go. See? <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm still going there. Nice. I, lo- I love Canada. Every time I'm there, I'm like, I never want to come home. Uh, Toronto reminds me a bit of Denver with with the cold. Uh, obviously not with the the lake right by it, but uh, it's it's very nice. I like it a lot. You should come up to the. Nice. You should come up to the uh, Sport Card Expo sometime and, and check that out, Mike. That, It'd be fun. That's what I need to do. I already go to Vegas with my dad and brother without my wife every year. I go on a baseball trip with my son without my wife every year. This year, I'm going to one, two, three conferences without my wife. So yeah, that that's what I should do. I should go to more. Yes. <laughs> I didn't say this year. I mean, you could you could push it. It's it's been running for for twenty some odd years now. I think you you can wait till next year maybe. I'll just be like, son, sorry, we can't go to the baseball games this year. I love you. No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a that's an important <laughs> part. I've I've just recently had a talk with my son about hitting all the the, the baseball stadiums, and I think we're gonna start attempting that uh, next year. He see, Dude, man, it's awesome. You should 
still completely do it. It's awesome. He grew. I mean, his first three or four years, his first three years of his life, he spent at Safeco Field because I was working for the Mariners, and he was there every night. Like every time there was a home game, get family in for free. So, you know, they'd come. Not literally every night, but he was there enough that he right. he could. He could have fun. I'm sure, like maybe, like uh, your son, did he get to go to McNichols and can he go to the Pepsi Center whenever he wants to? He, you know, you scrape up a ticket every once in a while. You okay. see a concert or two. There you go. Hundred something. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the upper deck thing. Uh, the big focus there was uh, how they want to help hobby shops. So you being a shop owner, what did they present to you that like really made really clicked with you and said this is going to be good? Um, they had a really good breakout session where they brought in a social media expert. And, I, I, I mean, literally, it's funny. I just looked this morning. Between Twitter and Facebook, we've got 4,114 followers or friends. I hate to say followers. Sure. The idea of somebody following me is really repugnant. Right. Don't, don't follow me. Don't do what I do. <laughs> but we have four, you know, that many people who are you know, part of our life. And you know, there's some great ideas that she shared. And one of the things I always get out of these conferences, it's not like I don't get out of my store. Like I, I literally eat. Breathe, sleep, collect, repeat um, sports cars, like literally every day. But getting out of my store, sometimes, you know, it's a direct idea that somebody goes, hey, you should do this. But sometimes it's literally just being out of my store and, and you know, just, just having a second to literally mentally breathe sure. or just talking to another shop owner. We had a, a really good breakout session one of the mornings where I got to moderate it. I know it's really stupid. They gave me a microphone. I don't know <laughs> what the heck they were thinking. But I got to moderate the session. It was really good. You know, in an environment like that, if, you know, the idea sharing, if some guy from Illinois tells me how to run a promotion, it doesn't hurt him. So that's one of the things I've always loved about these conferences. And that was one of my decision makers in terms of going to all three, where it's like, look, I need to get ideas. I mean, I'm relatively proactive. We do a few events in the shop, but having that 45 minutes really allowed some incredible idea sharing. I still have to digest my notes. Not like a Tim Tebow card. I was watching that on Facebook Live, by the way. Yeah. That was insane. It that was, was nuts. It was so nasty. <laughs> it smelled like... He talked about now that he had corner anxiety. That was awesome. Yeah. He, um, he, 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 like, he literally just loosened them up as much as he could. It, uh, as, a, as the collector in me was like, oh, God, don't do that. But then as the guy who was watching him eat this card, I was like, man, you might want to just wrinkle that up as much as you can. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, like, if he had some time, he could have, like, prepped it and put it into a burger. But anyway, yeah. sorry, back to topic. <laughs> um, one of the things that, that I really enjoyed but, but didn't enjoy about it is that each day they had, a you know, a guest speaker. And, and one guy was JB, the guy from Million Dollar Arm. And, and it was a really good rah-rah speech. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, I don't need Anthony Robbins. I need somebody who can, like, I don't need to be pushed into doing some, something. I need to be led into it. And the next day we had Donald Fear, who I have con- incredible contempt for. Donald Fear, like, he has cost me so much money between the work stoppages in baseball and hockey. Sure. Where I was like, you know, this will make sense if there's, like, a dunk tank. Like, you know, we could raise scholarship money for next year, like $100. You could throw a ball and dunk Donald Fear. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, but, but the other sessions we had were great. They, they had one where they talked about there are these two stores. One is in Seattle. It's a gaming store. Mm-hmm. And it looked like, like a tattered, I don't know if you guys have, like, a tattered cover, like this incredible bookstore. That just is cozy and comfy, and it just opened my eyes up to what shops can be. And then there was this other one that was, I'm going to get it wrong. It was in Canada. I can't remember specifically where, but it's kind of like an Apple store met a Disney store and created this beautiful card shop baby. Okay. It was was incredible. Like, 
just there was design. There were there were elements to that place were literally like I'm sure you know if you showed it to the Apple people, they're like, "Wow, man, we're doing it all wrong. We should do what this guy's doing." <laughs> um, really? So it opened up my eyes, and then beyond that, Upper Deck has stepped up like no other manufacturer has. I would invite other card manufacturers to do the same, where they're talking like ten and twenty five thousand dollar makeovers. They're talking about, and where they're giving you that is co op money, where they're um, making signs like the sign in front of my store is an Upper Deck sign that they co opt as a, as something I learned from a conference a couple years ago. I mean, it's generic. It just says sports cards. But uh, it was great because they approached me like, what card do you want? Like, what do you mean? Like, isn't there going to be an upper deck sign? They're like, no. You get to choose any card that we've made. You can put it on the sign. So there's this one sign, like during the uh, the 25th anniversary packs of Joe Sackick holding the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Nathan McKinnon was the man around the time the sign was getting made. But I'm thinking long term. And just Sackick and the cup, it's just beautiful. And, like, they just covered half the sign. It's like a you know, $4,000 sign. So if you're a card shop and you have not approached Upper Deck about getting involved with co-op, there is money waiting for you. They literally, I think at the end of the year, I don't, I don't know what they do at the end. They must have this like crazy party <laughs> with all the co-op money that doesn't get used. But it's, it's unbelievable to think that a manufacturer would step up and be like, hey, here's a, here's two, here's a couple grand. We're going to pay for half your sign and we're going to put up one of our trademark cards on it. It's just incredible. That's a I, I didn't know that that's that's a good program that they have and uh, yes definitely card shop owners should be taking advantage of that. Wiley, yeah, they've got a deal. If you open up another store, they're going to give you and, and I shouldn't speak for them, and I, I'm sure I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but it's either ten or twenty five thousand dollars to go open up a second store. Oh wow, I mean, that that is incredible. And if you're on the fence about doing it, you know here's you know twenty five k twenty five k excuse me. Go go ahead, pop a place. Like that's just incredible. And there's a guy. Uh, Wayne Frazier, who owns three stars in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And that was part of the reason he opened up a second store. So, you know, you think about growing the industry. I mean, there's literally a new store that got opened up as a direct result of Upper Deck. And how awesome is that? That's uh, that's pretty amazing. That's that. I didn't know that. Now uh, now I'm even more impressed with, with what they're doing. That's that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to the Mikeys, man. You this is how many years have you been doing the Mikey Awards, Mike? <laughs> the Mikey Awards. Oh geez, I think we're up to five. Five. Yeah, that that's that's a that's an interesting thing that I get to do for a sports collectors daily every day. That's that's fun. This is uh, something that uh, it, it came out right after uh, we, I sat down with uh, Rob and Ivan from GoGTS to do the end of the year sports cards awards, and then you one upped us with this with this list, man. I, I love it, but there's one particular one that I want to talk about. Because it, it tugs at my heartstrings, and I'm, I'm going to ask you to talk about it. And if you don't want to, I understand. But it's your sports card of the year. It's some, again something that uh, Upper Deck did, and it's for a very special young man, uh, Trevor Kling. Can you tell us who Trevor was and uh, why this is the sports card of the year? Yeah, and, and I, I, sh I always I thought about starting this off with like the disclaimer, like if you're a manufacturer and you're listening to this, please don't hate me. I hope you find everything in, in humor. <laughs> I know I know I'm a little bit late in doing that, but. Uh, well, Upper Deck a few years ago. Do you remember the kid who Nebraska brought on as um, they, they dressed him for one of their like their spring practices? And they, sure. they, you know they let him run like eighty yards for a touchdown, mm -hmm. and like I'm sure you can remember it. And, and you know you're you're I, as I'm talking about it, like literally like like my, my I don't know spider sense is tingling, whatever it is. Like I'm just having this flashback to seeing it for the first time, which is incredible. And they made a card of him. And, you know, they honored this kid who was battling cancer. And it's just incredible that they would do that. I mean, it's just completely thinking outside the box. 
And uh, a year or so after that, there was a kid who was um, brought on by the Colorado State football program much the same way. Where he was part of their post-game celebrations. He was brought on and really made to feel like he was part of the team. I shouldn't say made to feel. He was brought on and made to be part of the team. Mm-hmm. And we actually got to host an autograph session with him. And I'm looking at my wall. and We've had Kenneth Breed in here and all sorts of Broncos and Nuggets and Rockies. And, but, but we got to host this autograph session and I believe he was eight years old, and he was battling cancer, and he was doing really well, and, and, and Upper Deck made these cards of him. So um, last year, uh, one of my son's friends, one of my friends, Trevor, uh, was battling brain cancer for the second time. So I approached Chris Carlin about it and said, hey, you know, Chris, I've got a kid who's battling cancer, and, and you've done you know, wonders for us already, but uh, is there any way we could make a card of him? And it was, there was no argument. There was no like, okay, well, here's 14 reasons why. It was sure. basically like, hey, Chris, can you make a card of him? And he's like, okay, send me the information. Let's do this. Nice. And so Chris and Upper Deck, it's completely free. They do these things. Um, and, and, you know, there's, you know, why do they do it? You know, I think most of the reason why they do it is just so they can feel good. They've got this incredible opportunity where we can honor uh, Trevor. And um, unfortunately, Trevor passed a little bit ago. Um, but they made, you know, a thousand or so, actually, well, more than that, cards and, and some, eight, you know, 16 by 20s or, I'm sorry, um, 20 by 36 posters of Trevor. Mm. And we've actually got Trevor's cards for sale at the shop, well, for donation. And uh, all the money's been going to his family to assist with his medical bills. Nice. And, you know, people love to, you know, they love to get on bad things that happen in this industry. And I don't want to, you know, recall bad things that happen. And, this manufacturer doing this, this breaker doing this. And I, I, that's such an easy story to gravitate to where somebody got robbed, somebody got a short or didn't get their card, whatever. And, and it's really easy to go to the negative stories. But here it is, Upper Deck of their own volition took on all the costs. Um, you know, they, did they get a little bit of fanfare for it? Sure, of course. But you know what? They completely deserved it. Sure. And we've been able to raise several thousand dollars for the Kling family as a result of it. So, yeah, last year, was there a Jordan card that was cooler? Fine. Was there a baseball card with 30 or 40 autographs on it? Yeah, I get it as well. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what's cool and what made a difference and what helped and what showed what manufacturers were able to do, it, what Upper Deck did, that's why it got my card of the year. And I completely agree with you. Um, it, this was a very uh, inspirational story because he, Trevor never quit, man. He, he was always positive and he was always happy, and that was uh, great to see. So even fighting this battle – he was uh, just smiling through it. And even in the hard times, he was he was uh, still pretty upbeat. So uh, I, I completely agree with your choice here. And uh, if anybody doesn't like it, well, they can go somewhere else. All it's right, just, man. You know, they're like noses. It's okay. Everybody can have an opinion. That's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, See, I went with noses. I did. You did. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Um, I got, I'm up against it. I, I, got, I got another interview to come up uh, just a moment. But... Before I get you out of here, what what's going on at uh, at Mike's in 2018, and and what do you what are you gonna what are some maybe give me one of those ideas that you, you heard at the convention uh, that you're gonna try to implement? We just redid the entire shop. We used to you you were here last summer, yes, and uh, all this all the cases were in the middle, and it just formed this really weird rectangle. And I mean, I, I didn't make it look as good as the uh, shop in Seattle or the one in Canada, but we just did a shop redesign where we slid everything to the walls. And we, one of the weird things we do here is we, for the last 
well, almost two years, we've been doing card shops or card shows at the card shop. And so I want to take things to the next level. So we redesigned the shop and, and we just did a show last weekend and it was our best show. The guys were coming up to us at the end and they couldn't, you know, they're like, when are we going to do this again? And, you know, it, it's really encouraging. It, it, I know it's kind of a weird idea. If you're listening to this, it's kind of fun. I've gotten a couple other stores to do it. If you're, if you're a shop owner and you're curious about how to do card shows at your card store, it's very easy to do. I'll walk you through it. If you're a collector and you've got a shop, if you've got a store that you go to and they do gaming, they already have all the components they need to do card shows at their store. So, I mean, I, I'm breaking it down. And I, when I first started doing it and talking to other shop owners, like, so wait, you, you do card shows at your card shop? And, but, but people get to come in your store and they sell stuff. Well, that's, that's not bad. So let's just say you're a card collector and you, you sell cards and somebody gives you money in a card store. What are you going to do with it? Mm. Well, I guess I'll buy cards. Oh, okay. So there's this <laughs> company called Beckett that will promote your shows and they will tell everybody about it. Oh, well, you get in Beckett for free? Yeah, I get in Beckett for free. They advertise my events. And then all these people who set up at the shows, of course, they want their friends and their guys to come to the store. So I get this incredible outreach of people who have never really been to the shop before to come check us out. So I, I know it's a partial answer to your question, but um, I'm really focusing on the, on the shows. Um, and it's allowed us to do quite a few things. We were lucky enough to have BGS come out and do a, as part of a larger event. They were out here. We hosted uh, Mike Gardner and uh, two of the guys, they were behind a curtain. I actually got to peer behind the curtain and see how cards get graded for <laughs> a second. I thought I was going to get shot. But we've had them out here. We've had Comp C come out. Uh, we're actually hosting national-level buyers at our events. And I'm trying to look for other things that can really spruce up our events and make them more exciting and, and more enthralling for people to come be part of. I think I think you need a Fat Pack's appearance. Uh, when? Let's do this. <laughs> I'm on it. Like February, February 10th, please. We'll go all day. Seriously, we'll get you. We got great Wi-Fi now. Finally, okay. We'll get you guys looked up. We'll do like eight hours of this. I'm sure everybody listening is going to be like, "Yeah, we need eight <laughs> hours with this guy." That's that's funny. <laughs> oh man! All right, we'll 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 talk. And we'll make that happen. But uh, I want to I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Uh, you, I, I say it all the time. If, if anybody listens to this show, you are my home LCS, and I love you, man. And I, I just I really appreciate you for making time today. I appreciate like being. You talk about like butterfly effect, where where something happened and it changes your entire life. Mine was a pack of seventy eight tops with a Pete Rose and a piece of gum. Right. But I, I want to apologize for ruining your life. Actually, for, <laughs> for being your LCS when you were growing up, you could have done like such great things, Eric. You could have been a doctor. You could have found cures for horrible diseases. You you could have worked on things and made this planet better. And and I, I think you actually did something cooler, but. <laughs> I apologize for ruining your life and sending you down a lack of sport or down a path that involves sports cards. And I, I really, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, five flair authentics, Nolan Ryan, dual relic single pack. I bought a single pack of that. That was the first pack of cards I ever bought at your place. And the first hit I ever yeah, had. Yeah, don't search my packs. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> there you go. That was awesome. All right, man. I gotta, I gotta go. I got another interview coming up, but thank you very much, sir. Eric, it is truly a pleasure. It really is. Thank you so much, and thanks thanks to all my followers and all my listeners, both of you. <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll catch you soon, buddy. Thanks so much. What's going on? It's Troy Hughes from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, and you are listening to Beckett Radio.
All right, guys, that was from the shop with Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado. My LCS. Uh, I love Mike. He's, he's great. He's always been good to me. And I uh, just want to thank him again for, for jumping on the on the phone with us on the Sparty Hawk, the Sparty Hawk Hotline. And joining us now on the Sparty, Sparty Hawk Hotline is my man Matt from Ultimate Autographs. Matt, how are you doing, sir? Pretty good. How about you? I'm I'm doing real well. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we were having a little technical difficulties, but we got that worked out. And now uh, you're you're sounding good. I'm sounding good, and I'm ready to do this. How about yourself? Okay. You, you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, man. So Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been involved in the hobby of sports collectibles. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm one of the partners. Uh, my brother and I are partners, and we we own uh, Ultimate Autographs. Um, I've been in the industry since I was a kid, really, as, as long as I can remember. Um, you know, I kind of remember being a kid and just collecting, really, it started with baseball cards. And I kind of just remember, you know, going to the, the shop down the street maybe once a week and buying a, a pack of baseball cards and kind of coming home and, and, you know, opening them up in front of Dad and asking him, is this guy good? Is this guy good? And uh, I kind of remember, you know, two of my favorites were, you know, Kirby Puckett and, and, and Nolan Ryan. Okay. And those two, I don't know why, maybe it was the funny names when you were a kid. Um, and then uh, it kind of transformed into going to card shows and autograph shows as a kid. Um, I, I remember going to a show one time and Mickey Mantle was there and, and he was super cool. Um, you, you know, you're not supposed to go on the other side of the table. He's like, no, I'll tell your kids uh crawl underneath the table and he puts his <laughs> arm around us on the other side of the table and we took a picture with him and we've got that and his wife's sitting next to him with this huge number seven medallion around her neck so i just remember you know vivid memories like that 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 always kind of you know stuck with me you know throughout the evolving of the years and and uh and then you know a lot of other you know shows like that and then it kind of just evolved into you know collecting autographed memorabilia like you know jerseys and, and helmets and, and stuff like that that's that's a you know what the next question i'm going to ask you is is for you to take us back to the beginning of the of ultimate autographs and where the idea and the conception of your company came from but it sounds like it, that's where it started at going to those shows and, and and getting standing in line and getting autographs and uh seeing your childhood heroes so so let's ask that is that is that where it began and or is there a different starting point um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it started. We I mean, just as collectors and then really it kind of just turned into a business almost on accident. So kind of what happened was, you know, my dad being old school, um, you know, really wasn't into technology or anything like that. So he, he's just used to kind of going to, you know, autograph shows and stuff like that. And, and, um, he had moved to Arizona and then I just get a, a, a call or a text one day from him. He, he kind of just got a new smartphone. He's figuring out the smartphone. And then kind of with that discovers the internet and discovers that, you know, there's places out there like eBay that you can buy uh, memorabilia. And he's kind of used to the at show prices that sometimes can be a little higher. I mean, sometimes uh, auction and eBay can be almost be like a wholesale market sometimes to some people. So what he started doing was he was buying things in auction, um, autographed items in, in auction on eBay. And then, I, I was going to school at the time. I was in college uh, going for computer engineering. And he's like, well, since you're a computer expert, I'm going to buy this stuff. Why don't you sell it on eBay? <laughs> so we kind of found out the hard way that, hey, if you buy
buy stuff on eBay, it's just going to sell for the same price you bought it for on eBay. So sure. we kind of found out the hard way um, that you really can't make money by buying stuff and selling it, you know, especially after all the feeds and all that. So um, that's kind of how it started where he was buying things on accident. And we kind of, you know, got stuck with them. We learned the hard way that that wasn't the way to do it. And then we kind of figured out better ways, you know, uh, create your own website, find contacts that want the items and are not, you know, willing to wait for them to come up in auction and, so, um, and then, you know, we kind of wanted to uh, create a company that can deliver more uh, to the customer. You know, we wanted to um, uh, offer things that other people don't have out there, more one-off items and, and stuff like that. So we, we kind of just uh, ran with it. Awesome. That's, that's a great story. Um, I remember when I discovered eBay and uh, <laughs> my, my player was Gary Sheffield and I, my mind was blown by the amount of Gary Sheffield that I could buy on eBay. So right. I, I understand what your dad was going through. That's, that's a great right. story. So uh, looking at your website, man, it, it's, a, it, it's great. It's easy to navigate. Um, what are some of the exclusive names you guys offer uh, through Ultimate Autographs? So, you know, usually in the industry, there's a lot of names that, you know, and we use the word exclusive usually to kind of identify somebody that, you can really only get that person through that website or that company. So some examples would be uh, Derek Jeter. You can only get him through Steiner. Sure. Um, Aaron Judge, you can only get him through Fanatics. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Fanatics. Kobe, Panini. So these guys have exclusive contracts. Well, they're only signing autographs through that company for money. I mean, obviously, they'll sign for fans for free sometimes, depending on who they are, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but getting an exclusive with somebody... Uh, something we've always kind of thrown around, um, you know, just to be the only one with that person. But uh, we're not at that point yet. We, we actually kind of pride ourselves on having more of a variety. We kind of see companies like that get bogged down. They, they're stuck with so much product from one person, and they're trying to do two things. They're trying to sell that product for full retail uh, rather than dumping it off onto auction sites or to selling it to other dealers at wholesale prices because they're kind of destroying their own market. They're kind of allowing you to get that product at other websites or other places uh, and not just go through them and probably at a cheaper price. So they're destroying their own market. Um, so that's not exactly the route we're ready to go in yet. Um, we kind of like to use our capital to get a large variety of products. Makes a lot of sense. Um, as, you, as you were saying that, I was thinking of other companies that do have exclusives. Uh, one... Uh, I won't mention them, but they, they have a lot of hockey guys. And, you know, if you're not in Canada, it, it might be tough for you to – it might be tough for them to move that, as, you know. So it, may, it makes sense what you're saying because you get behind all right. those names. Yeah, it makes sense for some companies. I mean, with, with Steiner, they have the exclusive with Derek Jeter. They also have stores in Yankee Stadium. Sure. So it makes, <laughs> they, it's, easy, it's much easier for them to sell a guy like Derek Jeter when you have a store in Yankee Stadium. Oh, makes total sense. <clears throat> so uh, from from conception to present day, what were some of the early hurdles that you guys found at Ultimate Autographs and how have you how, how have those hurdles helped you evolve the company? Uh, sure. I mean, you know, since since we've started, I mean, we've kind of had, you know, typical 
small business hurdles that, you know, kind of every company does. I mean, you know, I think statistics say something like nine out of 10 small business fail. Sure. You know, so obviously there's a lot of hurdles to overcome. Um, Some of the larger hurdles we've had were, you know, coming up with enough capital to really get the business off the ground. You know, when we first start the business, we're trying to discover new contacts in the industry. Uh, we're trying to get in on signings. We're trying to get product at a low price. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the only way to do that is to buy in bulk. Nobody really wants to talk to you if you want to buy two of these and three of those. Sure. Um, so really, one of the large things we, we came across is, hey, if we really want to be a player in this business, we, we need to find a way to raise some capital um, to make larger purchases to get better deals on product. And we, we really feel like that's one of our advantages now is uh, we are able, we, we do have great contacts in the industry and we do take part in a lot of signings. Um, so we are able to get product at a lower price and hopefully we're passing them. I mean, we are passing those savings along to, to other um you know, to our customers. Sure. Um, other things we've come across is, you know, logistics issues, you know, trying to get product uh, to signings, um, trying to ship to Canada. To We have a lot of customers up in Canada, um, you know, just trying to get items through customs without just, you know, killing the customer on, on customs fees. Uh, building a great team. We have a great team right now that work for us, uh, and everybody's got their own job, but, you know, it, it, the learning curve of, figuring out who you need for what and determining who actually is a good worker. We're very fortunate that we have an amazing team right now at Ultimate Autographs, but that might have been one of our biggest hurdles. You know, uh, I met some of your team again there in, in Chicago, and um, they were all they were, they were wonderful people. <laughs> I had to stand back from them. Again, I, w- I was sick. I didn't want to get anybody sick, but everybody that I met, <laughs> uh, they were – I want to say they were knowledgeable. They were knowledgeable about what you guys, about your product. And um, I find that just personally, and I know that a lot of other, a lot of other collectors do as well. When I can come to you and ask you a question and you don't have to say, let me go ask or find out. It, it makes me more, it makes me want to buy your product more <laughs> because uh, I know what I'm getting into. And I, I can, I, there's a sense of trust between uh, the customer service and the customer. So, uh, kudos to you for putting together a great team. I, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're very proud of, uh, the people we have working for us. They're, they're great people. All right. Let's talk about the, your mystery boxes. There are other retailers out there that have mystery boxes. And, um, th- I kind of feel like the mystery boxes, it, you know, it, the concept is simple enough, but you got to make sure that the product that you're putting in your mystery boxes is is 100% worth the customer's value. So what are you guys doing as you put these mystery boxes together to make sure that the customer is going to be happy on, on the end? Yeah, sure. I mean, so just to explain the, the mystery box, you know, to, to everybody that kind of hasn't seen it or dealt with it before is, um, we released these limited edition sets, I guess you can call them, um, uh, and all of our series are li- uh, limited to 100. So okay. whenever you're buying into one of our series, you know it's limited to 100. And then we will tell you. Um, so, for example, we have um, jerseys. We have mini helmets, full-size helmets, pucks, baseballs. Um, and then we're working on a few other things. Um, but let's just say full-size helmets, for example. Oh, wow. You know you're buying uh, one out of a 100 limited edition helmet. Um and we're going to tell you who the top 12 names are. 
And, and you did, for those, you know, out of our diamond helmet box that came out uh, just a week ago, uh, we had guys like Jim Brown, John Elway, Jerry Rice. Those are some of the headliners, and those are the top 12. Then the other 88, you don't know who they are, but you're still going to get guys like guys that were actually in this series that we didn't list are guys like Joe Green, Marcus Mariota, Derek Carr. So you're still going to get somebody really good um, on, on a helmet, but obviously you're going to shoot for one of the more high-end names. Sure. Um, so that's kind of the idea of the whole mystery box and, and just the excitement of opening it and, and trying to you know see who you're going to get. Uh, we try to represent most of the you know teams out there. You know, for helmets, we try to represent most NFL teams. Um, so we have our regular boxes, which are just the black color boxes. Then we have our diamond boxes, which are all premium names. Uh. Um, and then we also give away an item with the diamond box. So just for example, just last week we gave away an autographed Ted Williams jersey. Oh, wow. I mean, that thing retails for over $2,000, and we just gave it away for anybody that bought one of the diamond boxes. Uh, so we put balls in a, uh, a roll cage, and we drew five balls. The fifth ball, uh, that number corresponds to the box number you got. And if that was so, you already got an amazing autograph jersey. Mm-hmm. Now you also got for free a Ted Williams autograph jersey. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then we try to, since we try to get into the product as cheap as we can by getting into signings and buying in bulk, um, we like to say, you know, the helmet box it, it, it retails for two twenty nine, just our regular helmet box. We like to say that the average retail value of that is going to be three hundred dollars. Obviously, you're going to get something that could be worth less than what you paid, but you also have a chance to get somebody like a Tom Brady autographed football helmet in there, which retails for over $1,000. So it is kind of the gamble, the mystery. You never know what you're going to get, but you have a chance to get something amazing. Uh, and, and But you're always going to win. You're always going to get something. Um, and it, it's, it's just exciting. Um, and I know you guys are more card oriented from the different uh podcasts i've kind of listened to of yours Mm -hmm. um but i know you also talk with breakers for cards there's also breakers for these mystery boxes as well there's a there's a couple um that actually do it on facebook a couple different websites um and they'll actually break our product as well and kind of the same thing where you get spots you get teams they'll break it whatever team comes out you'll win that product um, so that's an exciting thing as well. And you're, you're, that way you're too, you're not buying into um, a helmet for $229. You might only be buying a spot for $8, $9. Okay. So uh, the breaking industry has also reached um, into mystery boxes as well, not just cards. That's that's good to know for our listeners because um, it, this is a breaking industry now, I think, across the board. So when you're making products like that like what you are but they're breaker friendly that helps a lot it helps in the community and it helps uh you know if somebody chasing that big item be able to get get into something for eight or nine dollars and will they hit it maybe maybe not but let's say let's say ted williams if you hit a ted williams autograph for eight or nine dollars you're through the roof so it's it's a that's crazy man that, that's uh so thank you thank you from us in the hobby for for uh, thinking outside of the box there and making these breaker friendly that's that's really awesome of you yeah, definitely. We, we see that a lot where, yeah, a lot of people that, um, you know, weren't in the industry before or in the, in the hobby before are definitely jumping in now because, you know, it, the breaking part of it has made it a lot more affordable. Sure. 
That's awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, I also want to talk about something else that's awesome that I, I found on your website. You guys have a uh, you offer a thirty day one hundred percent return policy, and uh, it's very unique in the industry that that doesn't necessarily like the returns. Can you lay out the specifics of uh, how that policy works? Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we feel like, um, you know, a lot of people buy, um, you know, memorabilia and, and uh, you know, sports related items for gifts. Um, so we feel like, you know, we kind of have to offer a return policy on something that is going to be a gift. They could have that already or maybe they don't want it. So, yeah, we, we offer a 30 day, 100 uh, percent return policy. Um, but one disclaimer is. It, that doesn't apply to mystery boxes. So okay. we do put a disclaimer on the mystery boxes because, I mean, you know, you, you, you do get people out there that um, if, if they didn't hit the Ted Williams jersey, <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they want to return it sometimes. I mean, it is, you know, you, you don't know who you're going to get. And if you happen to get a rival team of your favorite team, you might be, you know, you might want to return it. So there are no returns on mystery boxes unless, of course, you know, there's uh, a large issue, you know, where it, it got damaged in shipping or, or you know, something like that. Makes makes total sense. And speaking of shipping, you guys have fast and free shipping. Can you tell us a typical turnaround uh, on shipping a product and the cutoff, the threshold for the, the free shipping? Yeah, sure. Uh, glad you asked. All orders are eligible for free shipping. Um, all orders over 199, I should say. Okay. Um, in, and that's in the continental U.S. only. Um, and anything placed before 1 p.m. Central Time will go out that day, whether it's free shipping or not. So it's not like we prioritize, you know, um, only if you paid for shipping, it's going to go out today and it's going to go. No, everything will go out that day as long as the order is placed by 1 p.m. And to be honest with you, a lot of times, as long as it's placed before 3 p.m., if we're able to get it out that day, it's going out that day. Um, and it's not like we're cheap, picking the cheapest shipping around. We're probably going to you know, pick some kind of priority. Um, so you, you will get it within just a few days and for free. Um and, and then we also, one thing people, a lot of people don't uh, take advantage of or they don't know about, but on our website as well, we offer free t-shirts mm. for purchases of 350 or more. Um, they, they just have to, you know, put 350 into their cart and then go to our t-shirt, add that to the cart as well, and it'll be completely free. Saw those yesterday. Nice V-neck t-shirts. Uh, uh, I like the V-neck, so you, you, you caught my eye there with those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are pretty cool. And, you know, we're always looking for a, a way to kind of give out some promotional material of ours, and people love getting free t. Everybody loves a free T-shirt. Actually, we we plan on being at the next um, Chicago show as well, which is in March, and we're going to be giving away um, little carrier bags, little like backpacks. Oh, sweet! Very cool. Yeah, awesome. So, um, we now we know about your company policies. Now, tell us some of who are the authenticators you guys work with. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we only like working with the best authenticators. So, of course, we work with uh, Beckett Authentication. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, just, uh, yeah, trying to plug you guys a little bit. But, <laughs> no, but seriously, we, we, we actually do love Beckett. Uh, but, you know, we, we use everybody. Uh, PSA, JSA, Upper Deck, Steiner, TriStar. Uh, but, I mean, you know, really all the reputable ones. So, really, it is kind of just limited to those. And then, um, you know, sometimes stores and, and uh, there are some larger companies out there that do their own signings. We do a lot of research to find out if they're authentic before we use their certification. And if there's any question at all, 
we go ahead and just get it done by a third party anyway. Um, and we always offer, you know, a uh, money back guarantee if anybody else were to send an item to get authenticated. And if it were to fail for any reason, full money back, plus we'll pay for their authentication fees because we have no doubt about all our items being authentic. Um, and, you know, Beckett's really gotten a lot better. Uh, I mean, they're kind of new to the scene of authenticating autographs, really, mm-hmm. um, when when Steve Grad came on board. So we, we love using them now. I mean, he's got an amazing name in the industry. Um, so we, we love using them. Awesome. Uh, you don't want to – I'm going to – purposely not tell steve that we had you on so he does his head doesn't get any bigger than it is <laughs> <laughs> just kidding steve i love you um so i was i was taking a look on your website and i was i was looking at the names you guys have and i'm i'm one of those weird guys that likes stuff that you don't see every day and i came across a frank lucas autograph that was really cool to me i was like if, if people don't know who frank lewis lucas is go go watch the movie find it out uh it, it's just a cool story Portrayed, portrayed great by uh, Denzel Washington, but Frank Lucas was like, "I got to have that autograph." Is there a piece that you have there on your store, or maybe in your office that that you guys acquired, and you're like, "I got to have that." That's that one's for me. Yeah, I mean, we, so yeah, we have a lot of cool. Uh, you know, we're always trying to buy cool things, entertainment memorabilia. I mean, anything like that. But yeah, some things that you know have come in that yeah, I have to say, you know, oh, I want that. I mean. Sometimes I do end up taking them for myself. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. I mean, you can, I can't take everything. But, sure. um, yeah, I've got to leave some cool stuff for our customers. But uh, Michael Jordan, anything Michael Jordan that comes in. But we're, we're lucky enough to have a couple of his jerseys in stock now. Sweet. Um, so those are really cool, you know, especially being from Chicago. Um, another really cool one that I love seeing come in, and we actually just did some of them um, middle of last year, I believe. We did some Monster of the Middle items. Mm. Uh, full size helmets, some jerseys signed by uh, like the three generations of linebackers for the Bears: Erlacher, Singletary, and Butkus. Nice. And those are just really cool. I'm mean, just to have all three of those on there. That's just cool. I mean, if yeah. the Bears were known for something, hopefully that's it for for linebackers. Not not for winning, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> 1985 um, was a long time ago. I know. So, yeah, the, the stuff stuff like that's really cool. Uh, Mike Trout game used batting gloves we've had in those are really cool. We were I was tempted to take some of those, but I didn't. Okay, well, I mean, you know what? You, like you said, you can't take everything. You got to leave product for right. uh, for the customer. So, uh, kudos to you for not taking everything because that, that, right, I, I got to right. admit that'd be hard for me. I'd be <laughs> I got to take something. All right. Um, what's on the on the horizon for you guys in 2018? You, you guys uh, got any big plans coming up? Uh, yeah, we actually uh, we've committed to a couple signings coming up real soon. Um, we're doing some stuff with uh, AJ Green, uh, Joey Bosa, Wade Boggs, Tony Dorsett. Um, just in general, we're, we're we're doing a lot more when it when it comes into you know doing signings, and we're really trying to get some more one-off kind of items at these signings too. And really, the only way you can kind of do that is doing it yourself. So. We, we try to get as many, you know, those Riddell ice helmets, the Blaze helmets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to get some different stuff. We're trying to do more inscriptions on items uh, rather than just the same old, same old, just a regular helmet with a signature. I mean, those are cool, too, especially, and a lot of people really do want those, but other people are kind of tired of seeing the same old, same old, and they want some different stuff. So we have been going after 
uh, different stuff, inscriptions, blaze helmets, things like that. We've tripled the amount of signings that we've gotten into. Um, other things we have coming up are uh, new limited edition mystery box sets that we've never come out with before. Um, you know, uh, we've noticed a lot of people, you know, say if you're from Chicago, you're really just a Chicago fan. So you might not be completely interested in our mystery box because um, you really only wanted somebody from Chicago. You're not a huge sports fan. You're just a Chicago fan. Um, so we, we are working on a new product that, uh, you know, will kind of guarantee you just the Chicago item or just the New York item. So we are working on a new regional product. Um, it's kind of still under wraps for now, but just to kind of give a sneak peek, that's something else we're working on. Can I ask you a question about, would that involve like all sports? So hockey, baseball, football, basketball? I, you know, that's not finalized for sure. Okay. But I, I'm pretty sure we would have to, um, only because basketball autographs in general are really tough to get sure so i really don't think we could do just the chicago basketball box mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be we don't have any we don't have enough to put in there okay that makes sense so okay. yeah it probably would be a mix of all four sweet i mean i was asking more because of because of the blackhawks you know blackhawks are you know you can't you can't get a ticket so uh <laughs> right right so uh blackhawk i know blackhawk fans and collectors are, are very serious about what they what they put on and wear and, and, and have hanging in their, their man caves and whatnot. So that's, that's exactly. good, man. That's good. All right. Uh, I'm up against it, man. But I'll, before we get out of here, can you let all of our listeners know where they can find ultimate autographs on social media so they can go hook themselves up with a couple of cool pieces? Yeah, sure. Uh, definitely check out Facebook is one of the biggest places to, you know, we've got a huge following on there. All of our announcements for new series go on there. When we do our live video for our diamond drawing, that always goes on uh, Facebook as well. So Facebook is the biggest, but we do also have Instagram, Twitter. Uh, but face, Facebook and Instagram is Ultimate Autographs, one word. Uh, Twitter is Ultimate Graphs, one word. The website is ultimateautographs.com. And then uh, anybody can also feel free to reach out to me directly at matt at ultimateautographs.com. There you go. Um, man, thank you very much for coming on. I love I love what you guys are doing. And again, this, I set this up months ago, but I'm glad it finally paid off now. Thank you for joining us and you are welcome back anytime. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. Hi, this is Sean Bennett with Still City Collectibles and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, that was Matt from Ultimate Autographs. If you need him, what a fun concept he has going on there. I, I like what they're doing. They're doing it right. So I encourage you to go check out their website, ultimateautographs.com, uh, and see see about what they have. If you see a breaker out there that are uh, that are breaking the Ultimate Boxes, let us know because we want to know uh, more about that. And uh, maybe maybe I want to get in one or two or three or four. So uh, that's that's Matt if you need him. That's back-to-back triple segments with uh, see Mike. Mike from Stadium Sports. Wow, I can't get him. Mike Fruitman from Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado, my home LCS. Uh, Matt from Ultimate Autographs. And then we had RJ Choppy and Sean Sharif back there with the eating of the Tim Tebow card. If you made it through that, congratulations. I saw it live. It was funny. It was gross. And it was uh, cool to be a part of. I always... Uh, I'm appreciative of 105.3 The Fan when they have us over there. Troy for hooking that up. Thank you, Troy Hughes. And uh, we're going to be over there again probably next week or the following week uh, still getting details set up um, 
our 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 new sponsor, our new title sponsor, Collectible Card Club. They they're gonna hook us up with a box to take over there to the KNC Masterpiece, and we're gonna watch Kevin and uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Kevin and Corey uh, get into an all basketball box to see what happens uh, with that. All right, um, let's get into a little bit of these FPPs and then here Beckett whatevs. We had uh, several go off this week that uh, that are all interesting. I hope because I'm I'm coming up with the questions. So uh, before I get into those, I want to give you the final results of the one that we asked last week about the uh, da, 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 da. when it comes to the hobby. Are you in it to collect or try to make money? No, nope, that wasn't it. There was another one. I told you I'd give you the final results. I gotta find it. I'm sorry, guys. Here we go. As I scroll through here, I see things that I need to uh, put out there. Um, okay, all things being equal. Nope, that's not it. Give me one more. Come on. There we go. Would you rather spend $100 on a box of modern cards or the same amount on a single pack of vintage product? Let us know your thoughts. And you guys voted 105 times. 64% said, give me that new hotness. And 36% said, I'm old school. Um I don't, I, mm, I don't know, man. The, the new boxes are fine and everything, but if you're telling me I can spend a hundred dollars on a pack of, you know, pick a vintage product, that's the way I'm going. Um, that's just me. But you guys spoke sixty four thirty six, and uh, new hotness wins. Let's scroll back up here and check out a couple of other of these um, these other votes. And I believe this is the one actually I, I needed to tell you. All things being equal, if you could have a raw seventy nine eighty OPG Gretzky. Or an 86, 87 Flair Jordan for a long-term investment. Which one do you choose? And 63% of you chose Jordan pushed off on Elo, and 37% of you uh, chose I'm a puck slut. But uh, I'm going to tell you, you guys are wrong. It's 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 Gretzky because there's less of them. Um, they're harder to they're harder to grade than I me. Mean, if you, I said all things being equal, so you got to think uh, if you got a nine five, you know a ten. Would you rather have a nine five ten Gretzky that recently sold for four hundred fifty thousand dollars, or a Jordan that you know about ten thousand dollars? You know you got to you got to make your uh, make your mind up there. You guys chose Jordan, which is fine. You know you, it's your choice, but uh, I think Gretzky is the right answer. All right, going back up to uh, the, these other polls that we pulled, and as I'm seeing, as I'm scrolling through my Twitter timeline, I'm seeing that I have a I have a, a dealer. Or, a discount code for dealers and shop owners. If you're thinking about attending the uh, industry summit, but you haven't pulled the trigger yet, go ahead and send me an email. It's Eric N E R I C N at Beckett.com. And I have a discount code for a hundred dollars off of registration for you. Um, I only have nine left. I had 10, uh, I only have nine left. So if you are interested in doing this, uh, February 25th through the 28th at the Sheraton here in Dallas, it is, uh, I got a hundred dollar off discount code for you if you have not registered yet. So please hit me up uh, via email and I will get that to you. All right, moving on. I also want to apologize to Philly fan, uh, cause I said that the Falcons were going to destroy you and that didn't happen. So I'm sorry guys, I was wrong. All right. When it comes to the hobby, are you in it to collect or to try and make money? 87% of you said, give me everything. 13% of you said dollar dollar bills, y'all. That was 106 uh, total votes on the final results. I have a hard time believing this one as well. 
you guys commented like heck on this. There was 31 total comments. Um, but I have a hard time believing it because there's so many people out there selling cards on Facebook, on eBay, on Twitter, uh, that either they don't listen to this show and don't get involved with us on Twitter, which is completely and totally possible in all of our listeners and, and Twitter guys, Twitter followers, uh, and ladies are hardcore collectors, which is fine. I just don't believe that. Uh, my man Donnie said cash rules everything around me. Cream, get that money, spend it on more cards, y'all. I like it, Donnie. I like it a lot. You got to diversify your funds, yo. Um, Nathan McKilson says he loves these FPPs. Thank you, Nathan. We, we like them too. Um, just all kinds of stuff. I'm in it. This is uh, Tom Pore. I'm in it for the fun. I love collecting and interacting with people. Reminds me of trading cards as a kid on the schoolyard. And now that I see the joy on my daughter's face when they get cards as well, that's coming full circle. I get it, man. That That's true. It's true. Again, I just, I have a hard time believing it because there's so many people out there selling cards that I guess they just don't listen to this show, which is fine. Uh, we, we, we need to let them know about it though. Uh, it's hard to find cool, cool peeps that trade for card trade for fun. People asking book value on base cards nowadays. Yeah, that's because base cards are going up, man. Um, let's see here. Uh, hey, Sparty Hawk, what's up, Marlon? Welcome to the show. Definitely into it, <clears throat> into collect with moderation, but aspire to be to start a second career full time in the industry in some capacity. Ah, eBay store online business. I got you. I got you. And with the hope of growing the hobby and always giving back, have a few years to finalize the plan. Well, you, at least you're working on it, uh, Marlon. That, that's good. Travis Guerrero says, uh, collect, and I do it all for my boy. I want him to have something growing up that we can do together. I love seeing parents rip with their kids and the expressions on their face, faces when they get excited, but mainly I want him to have all the great athletes I grew up watching. Travis, that's a good, that's a good reason to do it. That's, uh, it's a logical reason to do it as well. Um, I question, though, how many people say that, and then they end up selling everything. Uh, my son has a small, and I, I mean very small, PC of um, Kyle Seeger cards because we loved him when we lived in Seattle. And uh, I question whether or not in you know in 10 years whether he'll even care about it. And then, you know, will I not just say, okay, I'll just sell it. Hopefully I won't do that, but, you know, I, I like to flip stuff. Uh, snacks. I was handed down my dad's collection. Then I just had a son. So I'm trying to build him a collection of mine and my dad's to give him. That's, that's good stuff on the same, same line there. Teddy throws a belt. I'm in it to collect, but also make a few friends. Uh, we love you junk wax. Uh, I PC for fun sometimes. So it sells so I can add new to the mix. The hobby today is too much about money and not enough about fun. Uh, crunch, crunchy Nova. I understand what you're saying, man. Um, everybody says, you know, we want to keep this hobby alive, keep, keep the kids in it, but it's hard to do when things are priced out of out of that range. And then everybody ends up just flipping. Uh, thank you very much for interacting with that. That was a fun poll to have. And then we had one more that I want to mention. Um, how do you store your collections? This one ended yesterday. Uh, 
popular vote again, 161 total votes. 22 paid, 22% of you say pages and binders, 63% of you say soft sleeves and top loaders, and 15% of you say shoebox. What I meant by shoebox was just, you know, your your typical your white box that has rows in it to, you know, I, I should have clarified that. I'm sorry if I uh, if there was any confusion there. So, um, man, the overwhelming winner there was soft sleeves, soft sleeves and top loaders or one touches. Um, I like that. It can get expensive though, right? Um, that's that's part of the hobby, I guess. But you gotta you gotta keep them gotta keep them uh, all protected. And the majority of the comments were guys who do both. You know, they, they soft sleeve top loader and then they put them in a shoe shoe box or a combination of all three. Um, we had an impressive picture. I'm trying to find it here. Sent to us in the replies. There we go from Big Shep. Big Shep seventy nine. This is the best way, and he's got some very nice uh, labels printed out on his binders. Uh, be it by the manufacturer or team, he's got some nice bobbleheads and some race cars going on over there too. So, Big Shep seventy nine, you did an impressive job. Thank you very much for. Uh, Loving it, sharing that picture with us, and it's 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 cool to see. Um, I I don't I don't think that there's a wrong way to store your your collection, other than just throwing it on your mom's basement table or something like that. Don't do that. But uh, you know, just keep your stuff protected. Ultra Pro, we love you. Hit them up. I'm sure they got some nice stuff for you. In fact, I know they do. All right, and then today's poll question is running, and it's a doozy so far. Only 44 votes, but it's a. I like this question. Does a qualifier, i.e., an OC or an authentic on a slab card, detour you from buying the card from said card? Uh, right now, as it stands, 52% of you say I don't care, give me that card, and 48% of you uh, say qualifiers equal a no go. This is an. Int- I think I'm. I'm interested to see the final results here because um, this goes back kind of to the do you get your cards graded or do you buy graded question because these qualifiers can mean a big deal on the end of, on the on the on the end of things <laughs> you know whether you're going to sell it or not yeah, I'm, I'm guessing if you're buying a card with a qualifier you're probably not looking to resell it but in the possibility 10 20 30 years from now you might want to so um i'm interested to see how those end again thank you guys all for uh participating with these polls i'm having fun doing them if you guys have a question that you would like to see posed out here, shoot me a, a direct message uh, on on um, on Twitter at Fat Packs Podcast, or you can send me uh, an email, Eric N at Beckett.com. All right, before we get out of here, I want to set up the next couple of weeks for you. We have uh, our 250th episode next week, and we got some. We got Panini. We got Tracy Hackler, and hopefully Scott Prush are going to be in here. And we're talking football, the football calendar, the Super Bowl plans, everything that they have coming up in the immediate future. We're going to get that set up and uh, going for you guys here next week. We're also going to be joined by the legend, Mean Joe Green. Just, I mean, everybody knows him. Everybody was afraid of him. And I can't wait to sit down and have a conversation with him about football, about his new book that he did with uh, Mr. Finkel, and about Anything else that he wants to talk about, because I'm going to be honest with you, he's Joe Green. He can talk whatever he wants to talk. And then uh, the following week, we're going to have um, <clears throat> everybody's favorite podcaster. Some some of you guys send me messages and want to know what podcast I listen to. I listen to What Happened When and Something to Wrestle With. And those are hosted by the one and only, hey, hey, it's Conrad, Conrad Thompson. And he's going to come on. He's got an extensive wrestling collection. So 
if you guys are into wrestling at all or uh, you know the, the past the WCW the AWA the uh, you know the WCCW the WWF he's got an extensive wrestling collection that uh, I wanted to bring him on and have him talk about he agreed to he's a busy guy he hosts he, his podcast won 2017 sports podcast of the year I think it's an awesome show it's the one I listen to when I'm not listening uh, when I'm not doing this so um, excited to have him on it's going to be fun and I hope you guys join us for that one as well that's how the next few weeks look and uh, in between time we're going to be doing some more FPPs and uh, getting you guys involved in the show we thank you very much I have a whole bunch of boxes over at my desk that I need to give away and I'm going to do that also, having fun with the uh, Random Card Friday giveaway. Since I'm not going to be here on Friday, I'm thinking about throwing one up a little later today. But uh, we'll see what happens. I have I have a whole stack of cards that I need to, to give away. Well, actually, I have a shoebox full of cards I need to give away. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can get it up for you. All right. Um, I think that's about it, man. Um, it's been kind of a weird week just because of weather here and then i got a short week because again i'm going up to seattle i'm gonna try to make it out to the card shop on saturday i can't promise you that i will because we're not going to seattle for fun it's a it's a family thing that we got to do so um, i'm gonna try if you're in the seattle area and you want to come down and hang out uh at the baseball card shop on meridian in puyallup i will send out a message letting you guys know that i will be there and what time you can come say hello if you want to, you know, um, if you get enough of you there, we might record a segment or something, have some fun there, uh, with Brian. Mike is my, is my childhood LCS. Uh, so I, I say childhood. I was, I was in my late teens, but it was where I went, uh, until I joined the army and then got stationed up outside of Seattle and, uh, Brian became my adult LCS and Brian, I told many people this Brian saved my life because he, uh, I was dealing pretty poorly with some, with PTSD and found the card shop and Brian just let me come in and just talk and he was willing to listen. So it was really good. Um, this whole show, <laughs> this whole show is taking place because, uh, Brian was willing to, will, willing, willing to listen and I, and I love the guy for it. He's awesome. All right. That's it for this week, man. That is the show. That is a wrap. I am uh, going to edit this up and get this up as soon as I can for you. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the solo show. Hopefully, Paul will be back in the office next week if his kids are uh, on the mend. Legit, they, they are sick, so uh, send your prayers his way because he, he's going to need them. And uh, that's it. So, guys, thanks for hanging out and uh, chilling with me. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. Thank you.